Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. We'll read one more from uh, Swami Ramdas. I chose this one in light of the upcoming retreat. The title of this short essay is Immortality is the Birthright of Mankind. Have you claimed your birthright? Have you realized your immortality? How seriously do you take the truth of this and the urgency of attaining it? Religion is the bedrock on which a true regeneration of mankind can be brought about. And interestingly, all the religions created in Kali Yuga have one aim, which is to achieve immortality. Some of them say you only get it after you die to the physical body. But the Eastern religions are focused specifically on attaining it while alive and say it can only be attained while alive. The mystical Christians and the Kabbalists and the alchemists all agree. But this should bear all the characteristics of a universal religion. And indeed there is a universal religion, even though it goes by many names and has many folk inflections. There is only one truth that runs through all of the seemingly different religions. But the fact that they seem different creates conflict rather than unity. So the bedrock religion that must and can only bring about regeneration of mankind must be based on the teachings of the great masters whose lips, from whose lips flowed the same wisdom and truth. Narrow dogmatism, blind superstitions, and outworn traditions which have blurred the pristine light of spiritual culture through the years must be shed. So we have to give up that which is false and limited in those folk inflections of religions which go by various names and denominations and instead turn to the universal core that is present in every tradition. Real happiness depends on a well-ordered society based on moral and spiritual values. True religion should unite man and man, I would say humans, man and woman, man and man, man and nature, through the realization of the same indwelling spirit in all, 
God has no caste. Caste and creeds are of our making. All differences and distinctions which through the eye of ignorance one beholds in this variegated show that is the world disappear in the exalted universal vision of the divine. So indeed, in any social order, there will be a hierarchy of functions and of management and of uh, special talents and abilities, etc. But it can only be held together when there is a core of unity of the recognition that every being has within that spark of immortal light and love and beauty that is God consciousness. And our job is to awaken that in everyone so that that unity overcomes the apparent differences in the same way that the trillions of cells of the body that keep you alive all have different functions, but everyone is necessary and everyone is part of a single whole. The world is at present passing through a crisis. <clears throat> For him, the crisis was the birth of India out of the British Raj. For us, it's the birth of an entire new world out of the death of Kali Yuga. The old civilization is crumbling to pieces. There is going on a reshuffling of the values of life. The lesson that the present situation holds for mankind is that unbridled lust for power and possessions leads to strife and war. That selfishness, greed and pride, whether among individuals or nations, cause widespread suffering and misery. So this theme has run through Kali Yuga, echoing down through the ages, but now reaching its culminating planetary-wide conflict. Out of the travails through which the world is passing, a new order is bound to emerge based on a knowledge of the universal spirit. But this cannot be achieved by the efforts of politicians or diplomats or administrators whose vision is warped by narrow considerations of personal, national, or racial self-interest. The transformation can be brought about only by divinely inspired saints and sages who have experienced the universal vision of truth or God, who are perfectly selfless, egoless, and whose hearts are ever filled with love for all. So that's the kind of person necessary to bring about world transformation. Are you becoming such a being, such an egoless manifestation of those divine virtues? This is our function. Love that is limited to one's country or loyalty confined to one's race, religion, or community 
or attachment to one's biological family and identification of self with the body are all alike the offspring of ignorance. So that whole list of false beliefs, false and limited identifications and attachments are the cause of the fall of Kali Yuga into a destructive maelstrom, an apocalyptic end. If we want to change the trajectory and create a new world, then all of those have to be let go of. And some of them are what we consider the virtues that we want to hold on to. Those attachments to family and patriotism and to all of the various other identifications. And it's those forms of limited love that must be sacrificed for unlimited love. To fling one's life into the infinite expanse of the divine is the work of heroes. Immortality is the birthright of mankind. The teachings of the ancient rishis clearly show that ignorance of the one all-pervading truth, whose nature is pure bliss, is the root cause of fear and strife and misery. Ignorance of the one all-pervading truth. And what causes that ignorance? It must be a willful ignorance because the truth must be what we are. The truth is our reality. And so how can we be ignorant of our own reality unless we choose to be? Unless we are running away from ourselves? unless we are living a false, inauthentic existence. And then what must happen, of course, is the karma, the strife, the misery that that will eventually create. If nothing else will do it, will bring you back to your center, to the bliss that you had left behind. So, International conflicts, religious ones, social injustices, economic exploitation, and political tyrannies are all found in the ultimate analysis to spring from selfishness, born of the failure to realize the unity and universality of spirit. In other words, we must give up the local consciousness that's identified with name and form, with the body that dies and feels pain and has an ego that fears such events and situations and instead realize our universal level of consciousness, our cosmic and divine consciousness. All world teachers unanimously declare, O oh, human, if you want peace for yourself and others in the world, adjust your conduct in accordance with the law of love. Expand your vision so that it can embrace all fellow beings and link them to yourself by love. 
rise above the narrow creeds, cults, communal leanings, and national ambitions. Merge your life in the infinity of God. So it's important to understand the difference between a community dedicated to achieving that infinite nature and that recognizes the equality of all traditions and forms of approach and encourages the unification of the hearts of all beings in the recognition of that unity that transcends the name and form of the path that people think that they are taking. Because the ultimate path is the path to the self that we already are, but that we have lost awareness of because we've become trapped in our minds. The mind that thinks in language, in duality, and is filled with the emotions of desire for a childish, infantile control of the world without surrender to the need for the wholeness to be satisfied through our own surrender to that superorganism of which each individual body is only a tiny part and therefore our value comes from the sacrifice of the ego, from the surrender of the egocentric and narcissistic approach to consciousness. And it's only in that egoless presence that we gain in meditation by silencing the ego mind and dying to the false egoic self-images and being reborn as the immortal spirit, the universal spirit, the spirit of love and of truth. It is in that death and rebirth that we create a race of beings who deserve life, who deserve to survive and thrive through this time of tribulations that the world is now passing through. And so, to karmically gain the right and the power and the capacity for coping with the adversities that are occurring on the phenomenal plane, we must rise to the occasion through the liberation of consciousness from its conflicted and inadequate levels of intelligence that are the cause of all the problems. And by rising and abiding in that level of consciousness that is the one self, then the world will be choreographed. All beings will be accurately guided by that one supreme infinite intelligence back to the source of light and the power of creation. And through that return to the source, the world will once again be born from the light, from the love, from the collective sacrifice 
of individual separateness back into wholeness and a new world in which a social order reflecting that wholeness will manifest. We have the opportunity by simply vibrating at that frequency that is attained through the silencing of the ego mind and the dropping of all illusions of separation and selfishness to be manifestations, avatars of that transformation from Kali Yuga to the new Sat Yuga. But to do that, we must be in the state of Sat, Chit, Ananda. May you all return to the one self that you are. Resonate and emanate those vibrations of light and love that alone will bring peace, harmony, and rebirth to our dying world that is calling out for the light and love of those heroes, those messianic messengers, to bring the light back in a way that is palpable and transmissible to all beings who wish to share in the birthright of immortality. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste. Namaste.